Hi, I'm Coach Corey Wayne, and this is my video coaching newsletter. And the topic of today's newsletter is going to be unable to read her state of mind. Well, I've got an email success story from a guy who, so far, he's only been watching my videos, but he originally found my work when he found out that his wife was cheating. He said he was overweight, he was drinking too much, and she just basically fell out of love with him. So he since lost 55 pounds, he's doing a lot better, things are great, she feels horrible about the fact that she cheated, but he's having a hard time balancing giving her freedom and space, but also making the effort to date and court her properly. In other words, it's like learning to pursue, but not too much, and learning to back off, but not backing off too much. He's also trying to figure out where she's at, what she's thinking. So I've got a quote that I wrote on this topic, and we're going to go through his email. And the quote says, The best kinds of relationships are where two happy, whole, and complete people come together to share their completeness, not to complete each other. When you love yourself, your life, and your life's work, you want and require the space and freedom to become all that you are capable of. The right friends and lovers will celebrate, encourage, and support you as well as expect the same kind of treatment and freedom in return. An abundance mindset means you feel you are enough and that you have enough. A scarcity mindset means people feel like they are lacking something and to make up for this feeling of lack, they seek to control and force others to conform to the way they feel they should be. People who have integrity will always default to integrity and do the right thing. People who don't will default to taking care of themselves first, no matter how harmful the consequences to others. Win-win or no deal is always a more honorable way to live than being ruthless with an every man for themselves mindset. Definitely something to think about. Obviously, if you've been watching my videos for a while, you know what I think about people who cheat. The reality is cheaters and liars are absolutely convinced and believe that everybody else will cheat and lie given the right set of circumstances that is just that's their story that's their model of the world that's what they learned growing up that's what they've experienced in life and trying to talk them out of it it's just the way it is because i do get lots of emails and i've done many of them over the years where guys are in this kind of this here this is his wife it's easy for somebody on the outside to say, ah, fucking divorce the bitch. She cheated on you. Fuck her. Kick her to the fucking curb and go find somebody else. It's easier said than done, especially for any of you who may have been through a divorce. My job as a coach is to help people get what they want, to give them the tools, the skills, and the knowledge so they can create the lifestyle that they want. Not because I think it should be a certain way or not. At the end of the day, it's really none of my fucking business or anybody else's business. It's this particular guy's business. So he says, Coach, my wife is a very attractive bartender who chased me down right into marriage, even paying for the wedding because I was taking too much time, two years, to make it happen. Recently, I became complacent, overweight, and drinking too much so you stop being the guy that she fell in love with my wife felt that I was pushing her away she lost faith in our marriage and had an affair with an old friend 
So this is where the every man for themselves kind of mentality is. She looks at it from the perspective of, hey, he's gained weight, he doesn't care about me, he's pushed me away, my needs aren't being met. Instead, But instead of leaving, she just decides to go and start fucking somebody else. That's her truth. That's how, In her mind, they were, they, even though they were still together and married, they weren't together. Even though legally, they were. I had I, I wrote about a girlfriend that I had in in my book, and one one simple conversation where I was kind of short with her, I was kind of a dick in the phone. I was just I'd come home from work and I was stressed. It was like the third or fourth time that she had called me that day, and I was kind of short with her. And I didn't hear from her for three or four days after that because I was a dick, and she gave me the silent treatment. And so when I called her about four or five days later, because that's how I knew something was wrong with her, is because she would just stop calling, stop texting, stop making an effort. I knew something was wrong. But the thing that I didn't like when I called her, I mean, obviously I was happy to apologize for being an asshole because I had been an asshole and I should have apologized for it. But just two days after we had spoken on a Monday, two days after that, on Wednesday night, she's out having drinks with a friend the guy who had he had been in her life he was just a friend he'd always wanted to date her and she'd known him for like two or three years before I even had met her but she always stuck him in friend zone because he was a beta male pussy and that just didn't sit right with me and but if I looked at how we met she was actually with a guy an acquaintance of mine that I had used to work with many years before back in the 90s and she had told me that they weren't together, they were just kind of friends and hanging out, but I later learned that she actually was still dating and hooking up with him, in addition to the fact that she was dating and going out with me, plus probably two or three other guys. And her particular family, her father had cheated on her mother, and so I got to know the whole family. She had a wonderful family, really close, really amazing people. But I remember her brother was telling me one time, just had the attitude, well, you know, if you're too stupid to know what you got, tough shit. That was his attitude towards the guy that I had known because he knew this particular guy and they dated and they really didn't, the family didn't like him as it was. And their attitude was like, hey, fuck it. You know, if he's too stupid to realize what he's got in my sister, then he deserves to lose her to you. That was his attitude. So when things are good, she was the fucking best girlfriend in the world. Loyal, faithful, amazing. But when things weren't bad because she was insecure and because it was her model of the world, then, hey, all fucking bets were off. And so because that didn't sit well with me, the fact that instead of, I was like, you should be calling me and talking about these things instead of going out with this dude who's been trying to date you for the last three fucking years. And it just didn't fucking sit with me. And a couple of weeks later, it was like, that was pretty much it for me. I even though a few weeks before that we were talking about getting married she wanted to get engaged he brought all this up after one phone conversation after all the time we've been together for her to go and do that i was like i was like i can't marry somebody like that it's like, loyalty is number one most important thing to men in relationships is loyalty when they do studies and they do surveys number one thing is always loyalty for me personally I, I couldn't get past that. I could never trust her again. But how could I blame her? This is her nature. Look how, how we met. 
look what happened in her family with her father cheating on her mother. Look at her attitude that her brother had. That's just, that's the way they are. So you're, what's the choice? I either, you either accept that reality or you say, you know what, that doesn't work for me. And it didn't work for me. Three months later, she moved in with that guy. And about a year later, she got a restraining order against him because he became violent because he was such a weak bitch and didn't understand women. And she ended up getting that restraining order to be permanent. And I remember her telling me several years after that, she was eating sushi at this place that she and I used to go to a lot. And I think she was on a date with somebody. This was years after we had broken up. And she called, she called to tell me this, that she was sitting there having sushi. And he walked in with a date and saw that she was there and turned right around and left. Because that's the way the restraining order was. But that was just my personal experience. It was a very powerful lesson that, it's like what Maya Angelou said. When people show you who they are, believe them. And so, back to the guy whose email we're discussing, your wife will fucking cheat on you if you treat her the same in the future. In other words, if you stop taking care of business, she is going to treat, cheat on you and she's not going to feel any remorse because that's, that's her nature. To think that if you slack off in the future, she's not going to do that, that's just delusional and unreasonable. But at the end of the day, it's up to you to decide whether or not you can really truly forgive her and move on from it. Lots of people do. Affairs happen. Men and women both do it. It's happened all throughout history, and for me personally, I that just doesn't work for me. But you're maybe you're a more forgiving person than I am, and that's okay. It's your life. It's your choice. You do what makes you happy. That's the most important thing. If you're comfortable with it, and you're comfortable with with forgiving her, fucking awesome, dude. Good for you. I forgave her at first, and then I became angry and asked for a divorce. Then I changed my mind after she started crying, saying that she didn't want to lose me. I believe that was a true statement. Obviously, she felt remorseful, but at the end of the day, she didn't exercise any self-control and decided to fuck somebody else. I discovered the affair by snooping due to red flags of cheating through her phone text messages, which pissed her off. Well, of course it pissed her off. It violated her trust, but then again, she violated the sanctity and loyalty of your marriage. My wife has a lot of males texting and calling her from business cards. She shouldn't be giving out her phone number in the first place. And like I said, when you have an insecure woman that you're with and she doesn't feel or she's worried, just like my ex-girlfriend was worried that I might just disappear and not want to date her anymore, they start lining up the male orbiters and giving out their phone numbers. Because the thought of being totally single and not having anybody in their life is just too scary and painful to experience. That's just the way some people are. It's not your fault. She was this way before you met her. You just have to decide whether or not you're okay with it. Some inappropriately trying to hook up. I think she loves the attention. I would definitely agree with that statement. But she said it's an occupational hazard. But how are they getting her phone number? <laughs> Occupational hazard, huh? Sounds like she likes to have backup and she definitely likes the attention. She has one guy who's married who she and he texts and chats with every day to the point that it seems to be an emotional affair 
but she states they're just friends. Well, they're just friends until they have sex. Then he has a marriage that's in trouble as well. Well, there's only one reason why he's reaching out to your wife. She's probably mentioned at some point that you guys have had trouble. Maybe she's admitted that she's cheated or, or not, but obviously if he's in an unhappy marriage and he's talking to your wife and you guys have been unhappy in the past, well, like attracts like. Cheaters tend to attract other cheaters. And I've done plenty of videos over the years where both people are cheaters. And I think it was like, statistically, I think it's like 70, 80% of the relationships based upon cheating. In other words, they start where both people are cheating on their significant other with each other. They don't work out because those people tend to be selfish. They tend to be narcissistic. And eventually some point in time, somebody comes, becomes complacent and then they end up cheating on each other. And then that relationship ends and they get into another relationship. Often that starts through cheating and it just keeps going and going and going. Some people, maybe they get, they eventually get old enough and they, they don't do it anymore. But you know, a scorpion is a scorpion. The tiger doesn't change his stripes. You just have to decide whether it's acceptable or not. By the way, my wife even had an online dating profile during her period of cheating, which is now deleted, and spent weekends staying nights at her best friend forever's house. I think to get away from me as I work banker's hours during the week where she had lots of time alone at home. Obviously, she was wanting to hook up and keep it from you. Due to the affair, dating profile and this new guy friend, I became insecure, needy, demanding, and controlling over the next few months, so much so that my wife wanted to now separate but not divorce. Obviously, you losing your shit and act, acting that way just makes things worse, but the reality is you can be the best husband in the world, and if you slack off down the road, she's going to fuck around on you and not give it a second thought, because that's her nature, dude. It's just the way it is. You gotta accept that that's the reality. Especially with the fact that she's entertaining all this attention from other guys. So getting mad or trying to control her, is, it's just like trying to control a teenager. They're just gonna rebel and lie to you and do it more. So you might, the only thing you really have control over is how you show up. And as long as you're taking care of business, she's head over heels in love, she'll probably be faithful. But if you slack off, She's going to be giving out her phone number, maybe even having a dating profile. She stated that she had lost herself, broke her marriage, and needed space. She needed space because she felt like she didn't have freedom being with you. She apologized for cheating, said it would never happen again. I'm sure she believes that, but given the right set of circumstances, she will cheat again, dude. That's the way it is. You have to be realistic about that. And that she had no idea that I would be hurt as much as I was, which caused her a lot of grief. <laughs> What'd she think? You're gonna do cartwheels and be excited? Oh, you got laid, good job, honey, all right. Glad you got the flesh rocket from somebody else because you obviously ain't been getting it from me. That's good for you, you go, girl. I discovered your YouTube videos, told my wife that I understand and support her feelings and I began to help her look for a new place to live. I immediately stopped all beta male whining, snooping, neediness, and any controlling behavior. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if she's going to cheat, there's not a fucking thing you can do about it. So you might as well show up and be the best husband that you can be and let the chips fall where they may. 
I began being the alpha male that she fell in love with. Fast forward, we never separated. She began chasing me, providing affection, sex, texting I love you, coming home on weekends, and at times displaying signs of jealousy. Well, why would she be jealous? Because she's a cheater and a liar. And cheaters and liars also tend to be very insecure. And they believe it's just a matter, she's going to believe deep down, it's just a matter of time before you cheat on her because that's how she sees other people. That's her model of the world. She acts very consistently with it. I played the no, con no limited contact rule and gave her lots of space. I lost 55 pounds working out three days a week and I stopped drinking. Good for you, dude. That is awesome. I began dating her again and she now compliments me on my new look and things appear to be good. I see a huge amount of effort on her part towards restoring our marriage. However, there are times when I'm not sure how to restore or I'm not, I'm not sure how to balance between giving her space or attention and she runs hot and cold, I think. Not sure, so please help me. Am I overanalyzing? I'm reading your book now. Well, at least you're finally reading the book. A big part of your problem is you don't know the fundamentals in the book. I mean, obviously, you got this far just by watching the videos, and I think that's great. But the idea is the videos are meant to be a complement to the book. The videos are meant to help you fine-tune and tweak your approach because it's impossible for me to cover every single potential situation in my book. So, like I said earlier, the only thing you have control over is how you show up. And despite your best efforts, she still may be a cheating whore. That's, that's the way it is, dude. You gotta embrace reality. So as far as giving her space, you gotta let her do 100% of the calling, texting, pursuit, because she's the one that cheated. She's the one that screwed around on you. She's the one that gave out her phone number and carried on these emotional affairs with obviously it sounds like several other dudes even if it was just texting and there's the one affair that you definitely know was happening and she's admitted it and she's remorseful I'm sure she is remorseful but the reality is you're dealing with somebody you're married to somebody who will cheat if her needs aren't getting met because again that's her model of the world so you gotta look at it from the perspective of she has to earn another chance with you, not the other way around. You, as a man, need to be focusing on your mission and your purpose and life. Let her reach out to you. Let her call and text you first and make dates that can lead to sex. Hang out, have fun, and hook up. That is your responsibility. Because if you look at it from the pers that perspective, when you stop hanging out, having fun together, and hooking up, eventually somebody else is come going to come along and date her for you. Now a woman who has integrity and comes from a good family is going to try to talk and work things out. She's going to tell you what she needs from you, what she wants from you, and she's going to give you the opportunity to make those changes. But if you don't make those changes, then she'll pack her shit and she'll move out. She'll say it's over. I want to be separated. I want to date other people. And she'll be honest and upfront with you about it. Now the majority of the women in the world are not going to be that way. They're going to be somewhere in between that way and have integrity and being the kind of person that your wife is. Somewhere in between is where the average person is going to be. But like I said, you gotta, you really gotta ask yourself, are you okay with, fast forward five years from now or ten years from now, think about what if you guys have kids together? You get busy, you get caught up, working, earning a living, 
you start neglecting your again because everybody's going to get complacent i get complacent it happens the longer you're together with somebody the more the likelihood is that you're just going to stop doing the little things and so what happens down the road when you got kids are you going to be okay with her potentially cheating again in the future if you get complacent once again because it it will happen at some point it will happen and you have seen how she's going to show up and you've just got to decide you know what it's my fault for not showing up and dating her properly or you know what loyalty really is important to me and I just can't fucking live with somebody who would do this to me as soon as I fuck up now it's possible she may be one out of 10,000 people people that actually will never cheat on you again but I'd say numerically statistically the odds are simply not in your favor so again what you need to learn is what's in the book especially the dating and the relationship things that are towards the latter half of the book but as long as you're dating and courting her properly hanging out having fun and hooking up she'll be loyal she'll be faithful I mean you're already seeing it you're already seeing that she's pursuing you but I would let her do 100% of it. And as I've talked about before, the only time you're going to reach out is if she gets to the point down the road where she says, how can you never call or text me? I'm always calling and texting you. And you can tease her and be playful about it. But if she, if she brings it up two or three times over the course of several weeks and she's doing 100% pursuing, then in that case, yeah, I would reach out, call or text or email or send her a card or paste a note to the her visor in her car or put a little note in her purse or something in her medicine cabinet or where she does her makeup just saying hey I love you hey I was thinking about you have a great day just want to tell you that I love you last night was amazing this was an amazing week and whatever just one little thing once a week and again it's only if she asks for it because most women are not going to ask for it but if they do one call one text one, mailing a card to her at work. Do something different every week. Don't do it on the same day and don't do it in the same way. But other than that, let her do 100% of the calling, texting, pursuing, and you simply handle making the dates. She's got to earn you back, not the other way around, dude. So if you'd like to get my help personally, go to my website, click the products tab at the top of your screen, and book whichever kind of coaching option works for you. And I will talk to you soon.